This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at the one and only St. James Coffee in Rock and Roll, Rochester, Minnesota. Excited to be with you this morning. Just had a great talk with Father Maximos. Uh, it was very exciting to have him on. I love uh, all the posts you see from Holy Resurrection Monastery. Um, if you're interested in the monastery, because I didn't even think to give that uh, website out, you can go to hrmonline.org, hrm, Holy Resurrection Monastery, online.org. And uh, they do offer individual retreats, uh, so you can uh, contact them if you'd like to set that up. They also uh, roast coffee and sell coffee, so um, you can also uh, purchase that to help uh, help fund the monastery um, maybe i should talk to him and maybe sell it here there you go uh, if it's good humble I humble habits good. i believe um Aww. i'll have to look it up what the exact name is but uh, a lot of great stuff there from holy resurrection monastery i've always wanted to go haven't quite been able to work it into the schedule yet uh, but hopefully sometime soon i'll be able to go uh they're on facebook as well um you can watch uh, their services or at least you could during covid uh so a lot of great stuff there from holy resurrection monastery again hrmonline.org uh, to check that out. Well, if you ever make your way over there, you could like swing up and see the Marian Shrine in Green Bay. Uh, I've been there. Oh, you the have been The one in Champion. Uh-huh. I've been there, and the it's the, on my list. I haven't the done Saint, it yet. Saint Joseph Shrine is there in Green Bay. Um, yeah, it's uh, the only pr- approved Marian apparition in the United States. In the United States, I know. I'm from Wisconsin, so that's a big selling point for yeah. being being from Wisconsin is cool. <laughs> it's the only place. It's the only state Mary loved enough to appear in, right? <laughs> Officially. Officially, yes, officially. officially. But uh, yeah, beautiful place to go visit. We've uh, I've interviewed them before. Um, the the priest who's the rector there, um, just wonderful place to visit there outside of Green Bay, um, and at Holy Resurrection Monastery. In fact, there's a um, a, a pilgrim's way uh, to leave from Champion to go all the way to the sh- uh, shrine in La Crosse. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Our Lady Guadalupe. Oh, shrine. that's beautiful. So one of the monks at Holy Resurrection Monastery, Abuna Moses. Um, which Abuna is uh, uh, Arabic for father. Uh, he did that uh, walking pilgrimage uh, oh, earlier wow. uh, in the fall. Early in the fall. That's a ways. Uh, so, That's a bit uh, of a hike. But uh, it's something he does, and he, he, it was to prepare him for the the uh, the ones in Europe because uh, oh, oh. he likes doing the the Camino. The Camino. I was going right? to say, yeah, the Camino so. would be another long one. Anyway, uh, we do have Monsignor Thomas Cook on the phone with us uh, from Rome. Uh, it's an international call, so we should probably take it. Yes, uh, I think so. Yes, I'm, I'm really excited. I I know Father Cook, so I may hopefully he remembers me. It's been like well, five years. Well, but. why don't you take it away then? Uh, good morning, Father Cook. Are you there? Grace, mercy, and peace. Yes, here I am. Oh, awesome! That is so exciting. Um. Uh, you used to be uh, the priest at St. Francis of Assisi Church here in Rochester um, back when I knew you. So I'm so excited to get to talk to you since you were taken away to Rome. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. Um, I know you don't really you like that question. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't. Right. <laughs> I know you don't like talking um, about yourself. Um, let's see. I am a priest of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester and have been a priest, ordained a priest, almost 25 years now. So uh, this June I'll celebrate my my 25th anniversary as a priest, and I've had a lot of 
really very grace-filled and uh, blessed assignments in the Diocese of Bonanno, Rochester. Uh, I was blessed to have 20 years of pastoral ministry uh, before coming here to Rome. Uh, I left uh, in 2018, and I started my uh, work here uh, for the Vatican, uh, for the Holy See, on the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, which, uh, which is the 16th of July, 2018. So I've been here almost four years now. Oh, it seems like way longer because we miss you at the parish. Um, <laughs> like we wish we oh, wish you, we could get uh, you to come back. I miss pastoral ministry very, very much. I'm sitting in my my office here in Vatican City, but I miss all of the pastoral ministry. I miss preaching and teaching and baptizing and hearing confessions and anointing the sick and preparing couples for marriage, all of those wonderful things. Uh, that a pastor does. Oh, and also, I know so, you just... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I know that you just lost your father recently, so I wanted to um, give my condolences on that. I know you were just back in the States um, for that, and um, sorry, I, I actually meant to go, and then I had to sing a different funeral, so it was like the, which funeral do I go to? I... So, um, so, so sorry that I missed that. I know that... Um, some of your old mm-hmm. parishioners here made the trek um, to go and support you in that. So just wanted to let you know we've been praying good. for your dad. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, we're so grateful. So many prayers and so many masses have been offered for the repose of the soul of my father. So our whole family is, is very grateful. And yes, we had a, I think I was telling my, my siblings that I think there were um, parishioners from all of my assignments yeah. uh, in in my 25 years that were present either at the visitation the night before or for the funeral. It was a, a powerful, powerful uh, outpouring of grace and support. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> if, if you're just joining us now, Monsignor mm. Thomas Cook on the phone uh, with us uh, from Rome. Uh, he is a priest of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, currently on assignment in Rome. Could you give our, our listeners maybe just a little thumbnail sketch of what it is you're responsible there uh, for over in Roma? Sure. Oh my goodness, we could we could take a lot. <laughs> we could spend hours <laughs> talking about uh, my work. Um, so I work. You can you could actually it's it's fascinating. You can actually go to the Vatican website. Mm-hmm. to vatican.va and at the bottom of the page there's a there's a, a thing you can click uh, for the Roman Curia when you click on that then you can click on the congregation for clergy and then hit on profile and it actually explains a lot of of the things that we do here at the congregation for the clergy so there's there's two main sections for the congregation for the clergy there's the clergy office for deacons and priests, and then there's the seminary office um, as we prepare men uh, to be ordained uh, deacons mm. and priests. And I work in both. I work in both offices, so I work on the seminary side. So we do a lot of wonderful things. Right now, we're we're doing a lot of work. I'm reading a lot of the English. Um, programs for priestly formation throughout mm. the world. 
to, to make sure that they're in conformity with um, the, the document of the Church mm. uh, for initial priestly formation that came out in the year uh, 2016. Um, it's called the Ratio Fundamentalis Institutionis Sacerdotalis, so Ratio for short. And so this is the, the Ratio for the whole world for, for initial priestly formation, and we have to make sure that those national programs for the Bishops' Conference, in the English-speaking world anyway, are in conformity with this document. We have a whole team of, of, of people to for, all, for, for seven different language competencies uh, that fall under our congregation, so I just get to do the English. Ah. Wow. So, well, that's, uh, yeah, it's quite the, uh, as you said, I was scrolling through the, uh, the profile on the Vatican's website, and it is quite a lot of important stuff that the uh, the congregation for the clergy is responsible for there in Rome, and like you said, it's it's developing, um, like you said, the ratio for the whole world, right? Um, for the worldwide Catholic right. Church, and and, and uh, you get to to make sure all the English lines up and that it's correct, which I'm sure is uh, no small undertaking, um, as you're translating from different languages and all that kind of stuff. Right. Fortunately, my work is is all in English. So that's, that's why I'm here, so that I can read the things that come in in English and then uh, respond to it in English. But it's, it's, very, it's, it's not been very long since the seminary office has been under the Congregation for Clergy. Uh, it was just right at the end of Pope Benedict XVI's um, oh, wow. pontificate that he moved the seminary office. The seminary office was under the Congregation for Catholic Education, uh-huh. and it was Pope Benedict XVI who moved the competency to the seminary office to the Congregation for Clergy, because he wanted to see seminary formation as part of a whole picture uh, under clergy. So we have everything to do from when you uh, a beginning vocational discernment all the way until a priest dies. <laughs> and so it's all under our competency now, the initial formation of priests, and then the ongoing formation uh, of deacons and priests. So it, it's, uh, it was a great vision of Pope Benedict XVI, I think. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, uh, because, that you, like, cradle to grave. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, and that formation to be a priest is not just about education, although education is a very important part of the formation to be a priest. But there's more than intellectual formation. There's human formation, spiritual formation, intellectual formation, and pastoral formation. And, and we want to see it as a, as a whole rather than just, uh, just uh, education. So we work with the Congregation for Catholic Education on the intellectual piece, um, but it's broader than, than that. And it was Pope Benedict who saw, who, who saw that first. Mm. Awesome. If you're just joining us now, Monsignor Thomas Cook joining us on, uh, on the phone from Rome, uh, talking about his work with the Congregation of Clergy. Uh, there in Rome. Uh, he is a priest of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. His name may be familiar uh, to some of our listeners here in the diocese, familiar to Melissa, oh, my co host, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, former pastor. So um, it's good to talk to him on the phone and get an idea of what he's doing over there in Rome. Uh, so stick with us through the break and we'll talk a little bit more with uh, Monsignor Cook. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, 
and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Youmary.edu. That's youmary.edu. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners, for our final segment here. Uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio from the one and only St. James Coffee, the only uh, Catholic coffee shop within our listening area, um, and probably, uh, you know, one of very, very few in the United States. Yeah, there's so. some Christian ones, but I don't know of any other Catholic one. Catholic one. So, uh, and if you uh, ever get the chance to stop by in Rochester, you're more than welcome to stop by. The Blessed Sacrament is in the chapel in the back. Got some wonderful drinks. Uh, we got some Saint uh, Saint Patrick's Day special beverages uh, that uh, I was able to sample one of them today. I believe the the Luck of the Irish one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, stop in and, and get one of those. Uh, it's a it's a great place to stop by and uh, like I said, spend some time with our Lord and uh, have a great cup of coffee while you're at it. So uh, it's great to be here today. And on the phone with us is Monsignor uh, Thomas Cook joining us live from Rome, and we have kind of an interesting angle. Uh, for the second half of the interview, and it seems kind of odd um, at first, uh, but I'm sure Monsignor will will draw it out for us. But today is March 15th, which traditionally on the old Roman calendar was known as the Ides of March, and that's got kind of ominous overtones, right? So could you uh, take it away and explain a little bit why why that's a good topic for us to cover today? I should have I should have done research, but uh, I've been telling everybody today beware of the Ides of March. Um, so this happened, you know, not far here from uh, the Vatican. It happened over near well near Campo di Fiori, 
uh, the, the whole story of the soothsayer who told uh, Julius Caesar, beware of the Ides of March, uh, that something was going to happen to him on the Ides of March. And, of course, Ju- right, Julius Caesar uh, runs into the soothsayer and kind of taunts him and says, you know, the Ides of March have come. And the soothsayer says, I, Caesar, but not gone. Mm. And it was then when Julius Caesar went to the Senate, the Roman Senate, uh, that he was stabbed in the back. We we get that expression from this story. He was stabbed in the back by his good friend, all many of his friends, but then his very good friend, Brute. And, of mm-hmm. course, he says, at two, Brute, and even right, and even you, Brute, my good friend stabs me in the back, and he's, he's killed uh, and murdered there uh, on, the, on, the of, on the Ides of March. So... Uh, I did that story. all from memory. So, I, yes, I apologize to <laughs> all, all the listeners for any mistakes that I made um, in not researching the story properly. But that's that's at least from my memory. So I've been telling everybody: beware behind the march. Beware behind the march. So there we go. Uh, so uh, how does that kind of story tie into our? into our faith life, our life as Catholics, especially as we're going through Lent. My goodness. Um, I would have to, I have to think about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's... that's see how it's all right. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an, uh, an interesting kind of ominous uh, point in history, and yet at the same token, so much of our... Um, it, the history of the Roman Church is kind of tied to the history of Rome in a way, um, and like you said, so much of that history happened right right where you are now. Right? Uh, what's it like to to be in Rome, uh, coming from a diocese like Winona, Rochester, you know, southern Minnesota, um, going to Rome? What's it like to be surrounded by you know, like the the earliest moments of you know civilization as well as the church? Yeah, it's it is a, it's always a special grace. Uh, to be uh, in Rome, as you said, surrounded by uh, the history of Rome, which is a very important ancient uh, civilization. But for us, most importantly, um, is the heartbeat of of the Catholic Church. This is where Peter and Paul came. Uh, This is where Peter and Paul uh, gave their lives uh, for Jesus Christ. Um, Right here for Peter on the Vatican Hill and and for St. Paul um, at the Three Fountains uh, outside the city of Rome, uh, on the other side, on the south south part of Rome. So it's, and to be surrounded by uh, everyone since the time of Peter and Paul, so many martyrs, so many saints who walked these very streets, who uh, uh, lived here, worked here, it's very inspiring. I I go to St. Peter's Basilica every morning uh, to pray, mm. and it's it's very inspiring for for my own uh, life of faith. But I try to make uh, a pilgrimage to uh, the, the the tombs of the saints as often as I can, mm. and uh, to to pray to ask for their intercession to be inspired uh, by their good example and way of life. Uh, that. That is uh, uh, for me. For me, is a is a, a very special grace about being here. So I, 
I remember to pray for all of our friends back home so often, especially in my own diocese, in the Diocese of London, Rochester, and, and keep keep everybody close to my my thoughts and prayers. Oh, what a gift. Like, I, I've, going to Rome is definitely on my list. And actually, after you got stationed there, I thought, oh, well, if we went, maybe we could go see Father Cook and, like, say hi or, you know. I don't, I don't know what I was imagining, but um, it, would, it would be really neat to uh, have you come and be like a tour guide, because I'm sure you know where all the uh, most holy best stuff is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've, I've, yes, it's been a, a special grace. It was a special grace to be formed to be a priest here for five years, and, and now to be back uh, as a priest. Um, yeah, so I know a few, a few places, and it's, it's always a great joy to see people from home, and I... I, I really find um, great inspiration taking people from from home to these holy places. And you get to see it through their eyes, because they're seeing it for the first time. And they see things that uh, I may not have noticed before. They see things from a, of a different perspective. And I, I, I learn from from their visits and from their perspective. So come come visit Oh, that'd be great, because you could be our Italian translator, because, you know, we, I don't speak Italian, and neither do my kids, so. Uh, I could do a little bit for you. Yeah, I, I know, I know, you can speak some good Italian. <laughs> we, we, we won't starve, let's put it that way. Well, that's good. All you need is food in the bathroom, right? Like, in, in essentially, right. essentially, yeah, and maybe a place to sleep. Yep. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that helps out. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Monsignor, for taking some time out, and especially I know with the the time zones and all that is a lot of fun. So yeah, what time is it for, there? Uh... It's almost five o'clock, so ah. we uh, we don't go to daylight savings time for two more weeks. We'll go to daylight savings time um, early in the morning on the twenty seventh of March. So um, we're only six hours apart right now from uh. um, Minnesota time, from mm-hmm. Midwest Central Daylight Saving Time, uh, but it's usually seven hours. So we caught you in the right window here, so we can save you an hour. It was, <laughs> it was well, yes, it was perfect. <laughs> well, before we let you go, Father, uh, would you give us and our listeners your blessing? Uh, I, I, would, I would be glad to. I would be glad to. And... Um, we can. I know that it's not good for radio, but maybe we can just take a moment to remember uh, that we are in God's holy presence, even as we listen on the radio and we talk about real presence radio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that we are in the holy presence uh, of the triune God. The Lord be with you. And with, and with your spirit. spirit. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father, for joining us. Thanks be to God. Well, thank you so much, Father, and we're going to toss things back to Fabulous Fargo, and Electric Eli is going to give us the uh, preview for tomorrow's show. Take it away, Eli. Oh, boy, that's a new one. Thanks. (laughs) Electric Eli. (laughs) (laughs) Great show today. Got another good one coming up uh, tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Doug Jillick and Mike Kudrowski. I'm due live from Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. They'll visit with Monsignor Thomas Richter of the Diocese of Bismarck about how we are to discern God's voice and act upon it. 
Plus, we'll visit with Ed Konetska from the University of Mary. He'll tell us what's new at the University of Mary. All that and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Well, fantastic. That sounds like a great show coming up tomorrow. Thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Uh, thanks for coming on air, Melissa. And oh, no, it was, us it was as a fun. Co-host. Uh, hopefully you'll, you'll stick around again and, and we can do this again sometime. Oh, I hope so, yes. Awesome. Well, uh, any, any final thoughts, any final reflections on the, the guests we've had today? Oh, just that um, <clears throat> I thought it was really interesting that um, the St. Paul Street Evangelization Ministry was started 10 years ago and another... Another fabulous ministry, um, St. James Coffee, was also started 10 years ago. Ah, check that so, out. So a big year for um, the uh, call for the new evangelization. Absolutely. 10 years ago. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us this morning, listeners to Real Presence Live. Happy to be joining you from Rochester, Minnesota, St. James Coffee. God bless your day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.